so in that process it's experimenting through others but it's also without that external outlet you risk being in your bubble which is fine but don't blame the world for who you've not become if you've not had the courage to show up in certain ways welcome to the inside job journey podcast i'm tiana a certified professional coach I work with highly effective and driven people that are always striving for more, helping them define what that more is and learning what they really want. In this podcast, I want to bring you on a discovery journey where you can learn more about what's driving you to never settle. Hello, welcome to the Inside Job Journey podcast. Thank you. Thank you for having me, Tiana. So we have here Paola Granati, a creative at heart, an HR executive by craft, and a founder that really stands out. And for me, uh, seeing her career, seeing her sing, uh, making podcasts, crushing life from an external perspective, and being also a philanthropist has always been an inspiration personally. So... Paula, why don't you introduce yourself? Wow, what should I add after all those wonderful things you said? What I will add will definitely not be as uh, <laughs> illuminating. Um, it's hard to define who I am at this stage of my life, I must say, because there are like all these different components in me, a little bit like you were mentioning. So let's try to package it, you know, 25 years of corporate um, HR experience uh, that has given me a wealth of knowledge and insights on not only organizations but on us as humans and, and how we operate and, and how we function. Um, there's another very strong component like you were mentioning like the, the creative side so I've been doing music for more than 30 years uh, writing songs and um, singing <laughs> singing and performing and uh, for me music has always been another means of expression and another language that I can use where when the other language falls short uh, let's say and and perhaps the third most recent part of me if I were to introduce myself is more on a creative entrepreneurial path uh, if you will and helping people understand and go beyond understanding, but also figuring out how you can you can build different worlds of work and, and how you can actually develop multiple professions in a lifetime and how even the world we're in today expects us to be able to, to almost reassemble ourselves, who we are and what we can offer, what we can offer to the world and what, and what we can get back from it. Um, so that's a little bit my introduction, if you will, in, in, in my words. Thank you. Thank you so much. And here at the Inside Job Journey podcast, we want to focus on those stories that center around self-discovery and going through different paths to find what works for us, to find fulfillment. So, and I want to start with uh, the fact that you have been I think a key component in many 
people's lives, I think, with your job as an HR and I think with your creative business. And for me personally, when we were working in the same company many, many years ago, we had this workshop where you did a wonderful exercise where you asked us where we see ourselves and at that point of time I will see myself like someone doing mainly administrative job and so I put myself in a box and the feedback that I received from then my manager was that you were seeing me more in another box in a more um, expanded role than what I was seeing myself and that was really a spark in my willingness to learn more about that and to really try to discover what else I could do. So I think that's something that really stays with me every time. And um, it's incredible how sometimes we see ourselves in a way and others see us in a completely different way. So do you relate to that? Yeah, and, and it really goes in uh, both directions, doesn't it? Because sometimes people, uh, you, you probably know that image of the cat that's looking at the mirror and the reflection that that cat sees is of this lion. Um, and you can interpret it in different ways, right? You could interpret it like, okay, a little bit vain. <laughs> and uh, Or the other way around, but there are people who may not see that special something that they have inside of themselves and that other people see. And and whereas the other example is with people who think, who believe they're above and beyond and they're kind of like uh, the light in and of itself when perhaps they, they bring um, the opposite of what they, they expect. So um, the importance, I, I think the what we can learn from that or we, what we can take away from that I think are a couple of things the first one is never to be shy to expose yourself to express yourself never to be shy to show others who we are because without that it will be very difficult for anybody either to see you know the cat that believes he's a lion or to see the potential you know, uh, spark in someone. So that's really the first step. And I always say, you know, if you don't take that first step, it's very difficult for somebody to go into your mind and in your brain and kind of say, oh, you know, this is, I can see a bright and fantastic future for you, right? So that's the first one. So having the courage to be comfortable in being uncomfortable. And, and, and once that's the case, then hopefully surround yourself with people who you know can perhaps help or can see something in you that others may not be able to see. Uh, you know, that other famous saying, um, the, the, the short-sighted and the, the kingdom of the blind is king, right? So you don't want to surround yourself necessarily with blind people or with people who will put you down, but right. with people who actually will elevate you. Um, and, and then the rest is easy, right? Because if you surround yourself with those kind of people, then naturally they will want to help, support, and, and make that seed, you know, make that seed grow. Um, 
And regarding our experience, I mean, I, I actually come from um, fundamental belief, which is we are so much more uh, than what we think we are. And sometimes um, this does not mean the cat and the lion. So um, not for the sake of vanity, but we're so much more in the sense that uh, being in a box maybe only helps the little clown that has to get out of the box when you do, you know, you press the button, <laughs> up, you've got the clown, but that's it. You know, you wouldn't help any human being to be in a box. Um, and so, so yeah, the combination of these factors um, are, I think, essential for any kind of personal and professional growth and, and development. And let me add, congratulations to you for having picked up on the challenge because there are many people that I have encountered in, in my life, in my professional life, with whom I have conversations of, hey, you know, well, why don't you explore this? Why don't you try that? Because I actually see you in this or in that. And they don't pick right. up the challenge because it is a lot of work as well. It is. It is definitely. And I love that you mentioned the fact that we shouldn't be confined in boxes because oftentimes we put ourselves in those boxes and we feel somehow protected, comfortable. But the reality is that we are creating the boxes. And what inspires me about your story, it's really being able to be multiple things. One doesn't exclude the other. And so... Why don't you talk a little bit about that? I, I I would love to hear the story of how you decided also to pursue the creative side. Yeah, it's a, it's a long journey. You know, it's not one of those journeys that you say you wake up in the morning <laughs> and say, oh, I think I'm going to become <laughs> a, a creative person because actually creativity you already have it in you you either you know have it or, or you don't so it's not about becoming any different anyone different from who I was before but it was more about allowing myself to be able to express these different personas that I knew I had and that I felt in in companies and I was extremely lucky because in the majority of the jobs and opportunities that I had I could always shape it I could always shape the type of jobs. I could always add some creative parts to it. So I've never allowed myself either to be confined to, let's say, a job description. Um, that being said, there comes a point of repetition, perhaps like in organizations, and, and that stifles creativity. And I felt after a while, I'm like, oh, I'm not, I feel, I'm, there's this other, other, these other parts of me that um, are not, being able to express themselves the way they are almost pushing me to force themselves. You know, um, was it Rainier, uh, the famous poet, was saying, Literal giovane poeta, excuse my Italian, letters to a young poet. Um, and this poet was writing to him saying, I don't know if I'm a poet actually in me. I don't know if I have the skills uh, in me. And he wrote something like, It's not a, if you wake up in the morning and poetry is all you can think about. Or if you have that hunger in you, it's poetry that's calling you to it and not the other way around. So there comes a moment where I felt that if I would not listen to these other parts of me, 
um, I, I would not, I would not be a happy person. I would not be a fulfilled person. And when you talk about internal job and finding that internal spark and motivation, that's really the, the, the trigger. Um, and the big, big challenge that I'm still facing is, well, how do you anyway position yourself? Because people are still asking me, so who are you? What are you? What, what do you do? What do you offer? And, uh, and it is a difficult question to answer because I don't want to be boxed in. And so this works also on the creative side, by the way. Don't think in music, you know, like a, a recent album, etc. The music industry is not going to be looking at a 50-year-old and above person and saying, oh, that's a new Lady Gaga. <laughs> yeah. so we're going to have her do all the, the moves on TikTok. No, the industry also is extremely vertical and is expecting, you know, certain parameters of what it means to be a right. successful singer or performer, etc. So these paradigms, it takes it takes a village to try to break them. Um, but I decided not to wait. And uh, I'm kind of like, you know, I am going to experiment it on myself. And um, and then see see how it goes. But I'm so confident that because I've kind of redefined what success means for me. It's, it's wow. You know, it doesn't really matter to me what other people think. <laughs> And that's really the key here. It's about redefining what success means to us. It's We oftentimes grow up with uh, an idea of what success looks like, but that's not our idea. It's what uh, our parents told, our friends told, the society told we should look like as successful people. The reality is that um, if you look deeply inside of you, you can find your own definition and it doesn't have to look like anyone else's. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the, the beauty of what you said. It's allowing yourself to be confident that this is what you are meant to do and this is what you feel it's the right thing for you and not caring about the noise around you and how is that going? Do you have any moments where you feel like uh, it's too difficult? Well, that it's too difficult, no. But uh, so so now, for example, I'm um, an interim CHRO for this uh, professional uh, services company consulting group, and I, I've I've been debating with myself. Uh, you know, they were also asking me if I wanted to apply to stay for for that role and um it's it's been it's been nice to put my feet back in let's say the the business world and the world that i know uh, and the world that i can contribute to and and where i think i can help um so the temptation is clearly there however and it's it's an easier path it really is it's an easier path it's because it's the path of least resistance because the algorithms will tell you it's the path, path of least resistance hello 25 years in hr <laughs> hello multinational experience hello you know being liking a little bit to make a difference and being a bit crazy there you go the algorithms tell you this is the road ahead but um but no uh, so notwithstanding the 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 temptations and and regardless of the difficulties there comes a point in your life, and, and this I think is important for the listeners as well, that 
we change in time. And I wouldn't want the wrong messages to come across to wrong audience in terms of years of experience and age. Because when you're young and you just follow and pursue and you think you don't listen to what others say, that becomes arrogance. And you need to make sure that as much as you keep that flame, keep that passion, but stay open to that feedback. Stay open to that feedback. Well, you're anyway going to fall and make mistakes. That's that's part of the process. Yeah. Um, but but once you have gained enough failures and mistakes or the successes, so that really also helps you better position who you are, where you are, because you've experimented, you've tested, you 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 haven't gone with just that one sense of. I, I know a story of somebody you know, twenty five, completely convinced that. Um, he was, you know, the best entrepreneur since sliced bread, bread and, and a great idea for uh, hospitality thing, etc. And raising up capital and blah, blah, blah. Well, it went really bad because as much as this person had the dream, did not have the humility to listen to those who could give some good advice and to, to say, hey, well, step by step and don't forget that dream, but still, you got to build your muscle. It's a bit like as if I want to go to the Olympics and I have not <laughs> even gone through any kind of real tough practice and gone through all the different stages, whatever you need to do get to, to get to the Olympics. So at the stage of, the, of my life where I am now, um, time is of essence since I don't know how much more time I have left on the planet and to, to give. Um, I, I cannot afford, in my view, to spend my time still doing things that are the comfortable kind of way because that's not my style. So I hope I answered your question because it's it's a loaded question what you asked me and it has so many <laughs> different components to it. And I just want to make sure it's the right the right message, at least the message that I feel comfortable in sharing, uh, depending on where people are in their lives, where people are in their careers, where people are in their finances, where people, there's so many components yes. before you, you say I feel comfortable to be uncomfortable definitely and I think one thing that stands out is that um, at any point of the journey we as humans need to be open to listen to that feedback and decide what to do with it because uh, as you said a 25 year old that may not have the experience may need certain parts of a feedback maybe someone that it's more along the journey may need another type of feedback but it's really the openness to also find that for yourself and just be humble to ask other people what they see and also to discover yourself means also discover how you have how you are seen in the world and what is the contribution that others feel you are giving to the world so I think that's a really critical part through the life it's learning and getting better at getting the right um, outcome out of of a feedback because Early on, it may be more easier to take it in the sense, I trust experts and it may not be the right thing to do. Or maybe in another moment, you don't want to listen to anyone. And mm -hmm. 
it's where you need it the most. So it's really finding that balance of what works and what kind of feedback you can take. I think that's a critical part of any growth journey, I think. Absolutely. Absolutely. And also on feedback, it's. Uh, I would also say uh, I, I have seen some... Uh, some folks giving horrendous feedback. So you could you could give like tough feedback, but you still like in a very constructive way. I I have seen, you know, the course of my professional life, like really really destructive feedback, and that does not mean the content was not, was 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 uh, an improvement content, but the way it was given, it was not in such a way that the person would actually feel motivated too, because it's not only about who gives the feedback, but it's also understanding the ones who receive the feedback, what kind of sensitivity that person has. Because there's some people who like to get the direct feedback and say, hey, Paula, just tell it like it is. Don't give me the sandwich approach. You know, the, the oh, you're yes. wonderful. Yes, don't oh, drop. You're wonderful. <laughs> I love that. I have this image in my head when I think about feedback is that they always say it's a gift but sometimes we spend so much time packaging it that the content it's <laughs> it's a little bit lost in the packaging so yeah I, I always say that. I love that metaphor yes I always say just give it it to me now don't spend too much time crafting uh, the perfect package because it doesn't exist depending on the person and the situation it may trigger anyhow uh, some bad feelings but it's really the care and the, the tact in the way you communicate that I think may make it different and more useful so just as we go through this discussion and there were so many interesting things that we we touched i think that i want to ask you to share what will be an advice that you will give to people that are starting this journey of self discovery yeah the the advice would be uh, first of all Really, are they starting self-discovery? Self-discovery comes from the moment uh, we come on this earth where we are discovering the world and ourselves through the world. And, and as children, we have no problem with that. Um, just because we cannot put words behind it or a logic behind it does, does not mean we have not been discovering ourselves through the world, through experimenting the world. And so I'd rather put less uh, focus on the sense of self-discovery and more a focus on continuing to discover who we can become by experimenting once again with the external world. Because if it remains, because here's the thing, right? This internal focus, that's important. But if it remains internal, if once again, if if, if then it does not, it's not externalized, if others cannot see it, if others cannot feel it, if they cannot hear it, if they cannot sense it, then at some stage, you are gonna question yourself. 
because you need that resonance. It, it is external, internal all the time, these boundaries, because it's your world, it's through your filters. So the moment you wake up on this planet, the world exists because of you. And the moment you're gone, the world disappears because you're gone. So it's in that in-between phase. Don't discover yourself, but continue to, to allow yourself to, to grow and to... to um, uh, yeah, perhaps discover other parts in you that you may have never known before. Um, so the advice, what advice, except to continue to live with curiosity and with an open mind and to, to, to continue to, to be a child, almost like a childlike. Um, and of course, you know, to, to add a little bit of adulthood and maturity in that process to see, you know, so you don't get too much into trouble. Um, but most of the time it's, it's, it's really about going back to the basics and the essentials, unpeeling a lot of maybe social constructs that we may have, unpeeling a lot of, you know, like the onions, you just take off those peels and, um, but in a gentle way, you know, not, not in, it doesn't need to be forceful. And if people don't feel like doing that, that's also okay. Um, that's also okay. It's it's uh, so I'm not sure if that's advice as much as it's more of a, a very free flow thought on how I would see it and how I see it. Um, and the funny thing is, once you open up that perspective, because the journey continues, it's the journey, whether it's discovery, self discovery. Um, uh, being or hurting ourselves or being pleasant, our journey anyway continues day after day after day. Um, but the funny thing is when you allow yourself to kind of lower those barriers a little bit and you kind of allow yourself to discover new things and explore the world and like this you explore yourself, you will encounter other people along the way that are similar to you. And so also keep an eye open on that because it's through others as well that we learn uh, a lot more and, and we, through our own self-discovery journey. Definitely. And yes, uh, if you stay too much into yourself, into your mind, and you don't take action, and you don't create those connections that can really enrich you, it's it stays there. It's uh, You continue to have the journey externally, but you stay in yourself and you don't explore other things. And I think that's something that we can all do. It's really to live life <laughs> and to you continue to... And, and you don't so it's a bit like this this was a an important step for me i can i'm looking at my piano over there and other stuff and i can write music and i can be here and play and, and do my stuff and and think ah oh, i am the best thing since <laughs> i don't know why but <laughs> um and, and feel very comfortable in my world but the real test is so once you discover your talents for example if we want to talk about talents and performing and singing or doing anything else it's outside and and that is going to help you really see to what extent how big is that gap between what you thought you were good at or not good at and what others actually think and was that right balance as you were saying right because um of course, to an audience, you want to make sure that you're making their time worthwhile. So I cannot ignore that feedback. 
Right. So you always, so to your point, you know, where to ignore, where not to ignore, it always depends on, well, wait a second, if there's an expectation of delivery something in a certain way, you have to deliver it. Um, so in that in that process, it's, it's experimenting through others, but it's also without that external outlet, you risk being in your bubble, which is fine, but don't blame the world for who you've not become if you've not had the courage to show up in a certain way. Don't blame others, you know. So it's 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 anyway, I love this conversation. I love this conversation so much. And um, I think we should do something very soon again. I think this will continue because I would love to have you on my podcast again and to continue this journey together because, as I said, you're an inspiration for me and I always look up to all your endeavors and it's amazing to have you here. Thank you very much for being here with us. Thank you very much. Grazie mille. Grazie.